0: Coming up is Wild Oak Living. Today we're going to be talking about the arts in Mendocino County. It'll be a fascinating conversation, so stay tuned for that. Coming up, Wild Oak Living. Stay tuned. Good morning again, Mendocino County and beyond. This is Johanna Wild Oak, and you are tuned to Wild Oak Living this morning. This program comes to you every other Thursday from 9 to 10 a.m., and it's all about living sustainably and building community in Mendocino County and beyond. If you have some suggestions or feedback or questions about this program, you can get in touch with me by sending an email to contactwildoak.org. That's contactwildoak.org. And speaking of building community in Mendocino County and beyond, today we're going to be talking about the arts in Mendocino County. That is a huge community of, of both people who make art and people who appreciate art and people who support arts and the arts and artists. And we're going to be talking with Alyssa Weir, who is the Executive Director of the Arts Council of Mendocino County. And, uh, and later on, we're going to be hearing from the Willits Art Center, uh, about some of the activities that they have there. And, and we're also going to be hearing about, um, a, a project called the Alleyway Art Project, um, and, and lots more all about arts in Mendocino County. So please stay tuned for that. We're going to be spending the hour with arts today. Before we get into talking into that conversation, however, I would like to let you know that um, the Hearthstone Village, which you might be familiar with, this is an orphanage in Haiti that has been supported for many years by the community here in Mendocino County, Uh, is having their uh, annual fundraiser, Taste of Autumn. And because of the current situation, um, this this event, which is usually a big event somewhere here in the county, is going to be an online event. It's going to be an online auction. And if you would like to find out more about that or if you're inclined to support it, you can go to the following website, www.hearthstone-village.org. This uh, auction runs from November 11th to November 14th, so that's next Thursday through next Sunday. Uh, And again, you can find out more about this organization at hearthstone-village.org. Or you can, if you have already decided you're going to make a bid, you can go to uh, www.toa, which which stands for Taste of Autumn, toa2021.ggo. So again, that website is toa2021.ggo.bid, or you can find out more at hearthstone-village.org. And now we turn to the arts, and I'd like to welcome to Wildlife Living, Alyssa Weir, who, as I said, is the executive director of the Arts Council of Mendocino County. And we I really look forward to talking with you, Alyssa, to learn what is happening and uh, what the Arts Council does it's a it's a I went to your website again last night to look at all the resources that you have there for the artists and for the arts community and we've got so much to talk about so let's get into it Uh, let's start out by having you explain what the Arts Council is and your your role and mission in that organization
1: yeah, thank, first of all, thank you so much for having me on uh, to talk about this. Um, the arts. The mission of the Arts Council of Mendocino County is to promote the arts and cultivate creativity to benefit and enrich the lives of residents and visitors. And um, we do that through our programs. Um, and if you went to our website, you saw that there's a, a long list. So <laughs> hold on for a while because I'll get through it. Um, our two biggest programs are the calendaring and publicity support that we do for um, artists and arts organizations in the county. So we have an online calendar on our website, artsmendocino.org. Um, and then we also produce a weekly email with the coming weeks listings and then we also do a printed calendar so it's all about um, amplifying what's happening in the county um, we also do a brochure that lists all of the um, galleries and annual art events and music venues in the county um, and we're about to publish a new version of that um, and then we have the get arts in the schools program that's our also one of our biggest programs um, that is a a grant program where we send experienced teaching artists into k-12 classrooms throughout mendocino county for arts enrichment and that application um, is available now on our website we switched to a rolling deadline um, with covid just to allow us to be super flexible to conditions um, in the schools that's something that happened last year and we decided to keep it for this year too, so there's there's no stress on artists to get an application into us in the fall. They can kind of um, get it in, you know, when they when they can after they've spoken with um, educators that want their project in the classroom. So this is a good time to be doing that networking and getting an application prepared and then send it in to, to me when you can. Um, and then we, we have a lot of public art pro- projects and programs. Um, Right now, if you've been in Ukiah downtown at any time in the last four years, you've seen Lauren working on her block-long masterpiece uh, mural on the conference center, and um, that's coming to an end. She's almost done with it. Um, So that was a project that came about through a local impact grant from the California Arts Council and um, local matches from community members. Um, And then there's there's a mural in Juvenile Hall that's 60 feet long. It's gorgeous, done by Donza Davis um, over about two years. And that was also a California Arts Council supported project that resulted in that mural, but also two freestanding murals that we installed in two libraries in Mendocino County. One is the Round Valley. Public library, and then we have one going into the new Leightonville branch. Um, It's not installed yet, and that's not open yet, but but it should be soon. So. I wanted to just pause and give you a chance to ask a question. I'm I'm not even like a third of the way through our programs. Um, Yeah, please, please, please go
0: ahead. (laughs) Okay, good.
1: Yeah, yeah, so uh, we have an upcoming event, um, a virtual event. It's it's a um, recognition of the 2021 um, Mendocino County Arts Champions. Um, We recognize individuals and educators and businesses in the community that are doing a lot to support the arts and um, deserve recognition in that year. Um, And we've been doing this for about 18 years so far. Um, So the the Art Champion proclamation will be at the Board of Supervisors meeting on November 9th. Um, And the 2021 honorees are Corrine Pierce in the artist category. Um, Larry Wagner in the individual category. Black Oak Coffee is the um, business that's recognized. Wallala Arts is the arts organization. And Blakemore is the educator champion. And Medium Gallery, which is a new gallery that opened at the Pear Tree Center in Ukiah this, this, um, this year. No small feat during a pandemic. Um, a, uh, a wonderful sign of optimism and, and um, innovation, they are rec- they received an honorable mention. Um, so, yeah, and we have a lot of information about the honorees on our website. So I encourage people to go to that program page. And um, there's also a wonderful video, a link to a video that um, PBS did in, in their Craft in America series. They, um, they did a profile of Corrine Pierce. Um, there's a, a cameo by Sherry Smith Ferry, the previous curator of the um, Grace Hudson Museum, our director, rather. And yeah, it's just a wonderful video. Um, shows her weaving and, and the story of kind of how she found her way to weaving. Her grandmother was a weaver and came to her in a dream. And I, I won't explain too much more of it, but it, it brings me to tears every time I watch it. It's wonderful. Can you give you can us that a- website again? um it's our website which is um uh, um artsmendocino.org but you can also find that video by just googling craft in america pbs kareen pierce great yeah and um we do a lot of other things um Let when me, be, a-
0: before before you go on i i want you to go down that list but i just want to clarify something um and that is um It's your organization is sort of um, like what would be the term that I would use Um, a sort of a
1: art service organization. Yeah, you provide you
0: provide you provide a sort of a a structure and a a roof uh, over this big house. That's the that's the uh, Mendocino County art scene, right? Um, Yeah. And and how how are you funded?
1: Um, We receive a large part of our funding from the California Arts Council, which is the Um, the state arts council and most of the counties in California have arts councils. They are very different though. They're they're as different as the communities they serve. So yes, they're all essentially arts service organizations. Um, And a lot of them do the calendaring things. I kind of think of it as like if you're a visitor to the county and you don't know what's going on, it's really important that you can, you know, pull out your phone or go online and just do a search for like what theater events are happening in Fort Bragg or what, you know, theater events are happening in Ukiah. And or what are the exhibits that I can find in Mendocino County and and just to have that information be at the ready. It's organized. It's you know comprehensive. Um, so, yeah, it's it's you know organized life of creative life in mendocino county is a big part of what we do but the programs are i think a little bit more strategic um they have more to do with so that would be our public art programs and our arts education programs our advocacy programs those are really in response to what people in the local community need so yeah there's some really basic services that every community needs like a you know, the calendaring, but then there are also um, needs and desires that come from the community itself. And that's where we kind of meet it and, um, you know, find ways to fund it or um, support it in way you know other ways. So if that makes sense, it's, mm-hmm. they're not one size fits all.
0: Right, right. It's very much tailored to the art scene in Mendocino County.
1: Yeah. And but to- it definitely takes them explaining. Mm-hmm. It's not um it, it's a lot. Like we have a sculpture gallery at the botanical gardens. Um we do poetry out loud. Um we do like when there's an emergency, um we turn over our program in the spotlight on our website to that emergency and it just becomes like a clearinghouse of resources, grants, you know, emergency support services. So we did that following the Redwood Complex fire in twenty seventeen. And then um, also with COVID. And they're mainly resources for the arts community, but, it, you know, often goes beyond that, too.
0: I want to talk about how COVID has impacted the arts scenes and also the services that you provide to the arts community. Um, but did you want to spend a few more minutes to go through whatever uh, the list, the list that you had prepared or?
1: Uh, no, we didn't. No? Okay. We can t- Talk about the impact of of the pandemic for sure. I had um, I had a
0: program um, ab- I think it was about a year ago, maybe maybe a little more than a year ago that when when the pandemic was sort of raging and before vaccines and all those things. and And I had an, a group of artists and gallery uh, uh, people on, and they talked about, you know, how how severely impacted the fact that they no longer had access to the public um how that was impacting artists lives and how they found themselves having to pivot and of course that's also true for theaters and and any other sort of you know public accessible art installations and art organizations so i'm just wondering you know how how has how has your organization been dealing with that and what have you seen and how has it how has it impacted how you support the arts
1: community Yeah, well, I think um, probably first, it would be good to describe what was going on pre-pandemic, which was that um, prior to the pandemic, the nation's arts and culture sector, and that includes nonprofit, commercial arts, education, that was um, an over $900 billion industry, um, and it supported over 5 million jobs. Um, and, And as a as a whole part of the entire national economy, that was about 4.3%. Um, so, and if you think about theaters, like following the pandemic, they were the first to, to close and essentially the last to reopen. Um, mm-hmm. That's still, you know, shuttered to some extent. Um, so yeah, the the arts, and then there are some, there's some data kind of, this is again, national data, not local, but I think it, it can um, follow it back to the local community and it holds true. Um, the job losses uh, were significant. Um the percentage of job losses in nonprofit arts organizations um is 3 times worse than the average of of all nonprofits. So much harder hit um even compared to other nonprofits. And um the small There was a U.S. Census Bureau survey that found that arts, entertainment and recreation are among the most likely to take longer than six months to recover from the pandemic. Um, And then I think at an individual level locally, I, I have to say, like, that really the impact had to do with what your, you know, what your situation was like prior to the pandemic in some ways. So I think for people with a lot of security, they we're almost able to treat it as an artist in residence program, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. where you're, mm-hmm. you're given this, um, long expanse of time to really like sink into your work and spend time with it. Um, but for other people who are, who, you know, we not economically secure, um, there, it was impossible to make artwork your brain is just, you know, when your brain is that stressed, um, you can't, you can't, you don't have the resources to, to do that work. So, and I think at, a, at an organizational level, there was a lot of innovation. A lot of organizations were pushed to create online content um, and change how they do things. And um, I think some of that will stay with us. <clears throat> Excuse me. Some of, some of those innovations will, I think, continue um, to remain options for participating in the arts. Um, there, I always think of, um, the theater uh, Mendocino theater that started to do readings on, on this radio station. And I think that's a wonderful example of a kind of innovation.
0: The, the um, one minute theater pro- theater program. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and then there, there are artists who've been inspired by the pandemic itself to make artwork. And I think, you know, that gets to like the value of the arts in our lives is it's how it's like how we tell the story of what it is to be a human. Um, how we turn, you know, an experience of loss into an experience of beauty. Um, there's, there was an, and I can't, I don't know her name, but there was a weaver that started weaving dish towels uh, with COVID data in them. So they were, you know, abstract. Um, but I think that's a wonderful example of the professional you know who can really do anything with their craft um, then kind of weaving the human experience into it and um, just having that be you know a wonderful new lens to look at this experience through
0: how do you how do you th- what do you think is the situation now are are I mean I I know there's this all this talk about quote unquote returning to normal and you know some some areas are getting back to, uh, whatever it is that, that, that where we were, uh, or whatever the new situation is, and some areas are, are, are still very strongly impacted. Um, where do you see, um, where do you see the situation now, and what do you think is the, are the, are the needs of the various art communities in our, in our county? And, and, well, what, and also, what can the community do to support artists? And let me just take a moment yeah. here to let people know that you're listening to Wild Oak Living. This is Johanna Wild Oak. Today we are talking about the arts in Mendocino County, and currently I'm talking with Alyssa Weir, who is the executive director of the Arts Council of Mendocino County, and we're talking about the work of that organization. And in a few moments, we're going to be um, joined uh, by uh, Gary Martin and, and Sasha Thomas from the Willits uh, uh, community the the Willits Art Center I'm sorry and uh also by uh Leah Leah Morcel is is that the name Leah Morcel I forgot to check with you because I saw two names right okay who's going to talk about the alleyway art project uh in in a few minutes but right now we want to continue talking with Alyssa about you know what are the, what are the what are the ongoing challenges and and how can the community support the arts in Mendocino County
1: well we're we're heading into holiday season. so uh, one really big obvious way is to shop local, um, go to your go to your local you know arts gallery co-op, a cooperative gallery and and you'll find all of your gifts there. There's something for everyone. Um, so yeah, shop local. Um, you can buy memberships to local organizations. you can give, you know, a, a season's worth of tickets or concert tickets, theater tickets to to someone. You can make a donation on someone's behalf to a local organization. So those are some good ways. Uh, in terms of of your question about like what the community needs and and you know what where we are, kind of in a stage of recovery, I guess. Um, I felt, you know, some optimism with the the vaccine rollout, and we were doing monthly arts in the time of COVID Zoom meetings every Monday at noon. Well, when and it was open to artists and arts organizations, and um, and it was really just a chance to check in with each other, see, you know, what's going on, how's everyone feeling, what are the needs out there. So we did some like, you know, um, highlighted sessions where it was it would be a workshop on marketing yourself during the pandemic, or then um, we partnered with West business development on that. Um, we partnered with the community foundation on, on just listening to the community and what their needs were in that moment and also sharing news of grants. Um, so we, we switched those to a quarterly um, period now because it does feel like the world is getting a bit more, Uh, back to normal everyone's kind of back to being busy so um we we're here as a um a resource to anyone to to join those meetings and let us know what's going on um you know if you're feeling disconnected uh from the arts community you can you can come if you have news to share um, or an idea you want to you want to float and see if there's interest in partnering around it that's what those quarterly meetings are for. So um, we'll just kind of keep doing those forever, like, you know, as long as we're around. Um, and, and, that's and those are
0: of- online meetings?
1: They're, they're via Zoom. Mm-hmm. And if you want um, the Zoom link, you can send an email to publicity at artsmedicino.org and we'll get you on that list. Um, yeah, they, they started out as arts administrators meetings, but they're they're really open to individual artists as well
0: and uh I'm really glad you mentioned the holidays and you mentioned shopping for the holidays in the local arts community and and you had you know you had some creative ideas in addition to going to galleries or going to places where artists sell uh, what what they make. Um, you know, the memberships and the tickets and the donations. So there's, there's, that sounds to me like a long list of, I've, I've been, I've been in favor of supporting the local community for a long time. And, and one of the things that I've talked about in the past is, um, I heard this a few years ago. It's called three times 50 or something like that, where, um, if you, if you can, you know, you, you, you spend, uh, fifty dollars, or maybe a hundred, or maybe a hundred and fifty, depending on what you can, every month on some local entity that you that you want to support and that you want to continue to see in your community, right? So if if you're enjoying the arts scene, and if you're enjoying the theater, and if you're enjoying public arts events, you know the way to keep them in the community is to support them.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Um, and it's a little off topic, but keeping your debt local is really powerful too. If you can move your mortgage over to a credit union, <laughs> that's oh, that's r- a great suggestion. Yeah, <laughs> it's nothing to do with arts, but it's it's another really great way to to you know keep uh, resources local.
0: You just gave me a great idea for a future show: <laughs> 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 local money, local arts, <laughs> and local money. Yes, they they kind of go together because you can't have yeah. one without the other yeah um so we've got a couple of minutes left Alyssa. i just want to give you a chance to to get out you know any other things that you want to talk about that i haven't asked you about or, or and reiterate maybe your contact information or any upcoming events that you want to highlight
1: uh, yeah well um my the website is arts org. my email address is director at arts Um. There, there, I, I would like to encourage people to use our website. There are a lot of resources there that I feel are, are underutilized or, um, uh, you know, not known about. And it, there are things that are hard to get the word out about. But one is the, the directories. We have an, a directory of individual artists. So if you're a musician or a graphic designer or a muralist or, you know, a painter, you should have a profile there. With images of your work and um, your contact information, so that people can find you. Um, I get asked, uh, "Hey, you know, I want to. I've got an opening in the calendar and and want some artists to to exhibit. Um, who who do you think I should I should talk to?" And I send them to the directory because that's a way to connect directly through their artwork. So please use that. Um, there's also a directory of venues and a directory of arts organizations. Um, and a classified section there. So so the other big thing is the call to artist section. Um we when we have an opportunity we want people to know about uh, we put it there when someone sends us an opportunity they want us to share we put it there. Um so right now there's a there's a call to artists to do a a monarch mural in Ukiah. Um and that's a great place to find information about that. It's a paid opportunity. So yeah, use our website
0: and that arts website again, art. artsmendocino.org. Mendocino, arts yes. A R T S, plural. Okay.
1: Plural, yes. Uh, Performing, visual, all of it. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much, Alyssa, Weir, for being on Wild Oak Living this morning. I know we've only just scratched the surface of all the work that your organization does, and I'm really grateful your organization is in our community and you are, you are doing what you're doing. Thank you so much. And thank, thank you, you so so much supporting for supporting having- me. The- Go ahead. Oh, just thank you for having me on. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm really, I'm really glad that worked out and all the best for the future. Thank you so much. Now I'm going to take a little moment to let you know that you are listening to Wild Oak Living. This is a program that comes to you every other Thursday from nine to 10 a.m. It alternates with the cannabis hour. And, and I'm Johanna Waldook and I bring you this program. Um, uh, I have been doing this. amazingly for about 20 years. I, I realized the other day, my, how time flies, um, and it's all about living sustainably and building community in Mendocino County and beyond and today we are talking about the arts community in Mendocino County and I realize that the conversation I had with Alyssa and the conversation I'm about to have with uh, representatives of of a couple other art projects here in Mendocino County is just scratching the surface of all the amazing and exciting things that are happening in the arts community in Mendocino County and especially because it's the holidays you know, I, I encourage everyone to check out What's happening in the art world, and to what extent you can wrap that um, into your uh, gift giving for the holidays, and also into your end of year gift giving in terms of in terms of tax deductible donations. So that's why this is a good a good opportunity to have it at this time of the year to consider that. And again, the website to find out more about the arts, uh, the Arts Council of Mendocino County is artsmendocino.org. And now we're going to shift, um, gears, uh, geographically a bit. And we're going to actually, we're going to have uh, talked to, two people from Willits and to, uh, I think Leah, you are on the coast, right? <laughs> Yeah, you're in Fort Bragg. Great, um, I I love it when we can span the entire huge county of ours. I'd like to welcome um, Sasha Thomas and Gary Martin from the uh, Willits Arts Arts Willits Arts Center. Is it? Am I getting the right? Willits today?
2: Center for the Arts.
0: Willits Center for the Arts. I knew I had the words right. I wasn't sure if I had the order of the words right. <laughs> the Willits Center for the Arts. WCA is the abbreviation, right? Uh, right? Who are who are doing some very exciting things in the in the Willits Arts. Community and in a few minutes we're going to talk with Leah Morzel about the Alleyway Art uh, Art Project in Fort Bragg. So welcome, Sasha and Gary, for being on t- uh, to being on Wild Duck Living. Sasha, let's start with you. What's uh, uh, talk about the uh, the uh, <laughs> Willits Center for the Arts? I'm going to get this right before the end of the program. The Willits Center for the Arts, um, I. What, what is your organization? What's your mission? A little bit of history, maybe?
3: Oh, it's, it's very exciting. This is actually the 21st year anniversary of the Willett Center for the Arts. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if everyone knows that. Um, and our mission is to promote active community enrichment and participation in artistic expression and cultural events in Mendocino County. And in our beautiful Women's Improvement Center building, a historic building that was built in 1926, we provide public space for monthly gallery shows, all kinds of arts activities, uh, performing arts, a lot of dance, a lot of music and Um, classes, and we provide education, adult courses, Uh, Gary's really well-loved art talks, and also some children's classes in ceramics, and we have a
0: children's art camp. How are you supported as an organization? We are a membership organization,
3: and in very recent times, we've started... um, seeking grants, but mostly before the pandemic and really importantly during the pandemic, we received sponsorships from some really small businesses and a few larger organizations and mainly through our artist members, which I think is quite unique. Um, I often tell people the story of this building, the Women's Improvement Center, uh, it was built with redwood, largest by women, and actually our ballroom upstairs was purpose-built as a ballroom, so it has really great acoustics. And then in uh, the, the late 90s, there were people who I think are really brave, who came together in community, a lot of performing artists and visual artists. And decided without any endowment to start an art center that has lasted 21 years. And um, I I think it's very brave and visionary and, um, you know, so much volunteer work and our working board and just, Donations from our community make the Willett Center for the Arts work. It's really extraordinary. And our amazing curator, Gary, who's also here today, um, we're, we're pretty unique and we still have a lot of capacity if we had more funding, but particularly I would like to thank our members during the pandemic because a lot of our revenues went down for rentals and for and say art sales, uh, because we closed for many months. And then we didn't, we still not having openings for our monthly shows. And we asked our community to support us greater than they had in the past. And many people answered the call. So we are, I would like to say we're really grateful for that love
0: and support, it's wonderful to see that you know you, that you came through the pandemic as an organization, and that you are that you are still together and still moving forward. That must have been a very challenging time for you. Yeah, it still is. <laughs> it still is. Okay, it still is. yeah. 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 Gary, talk talk about that, and, and also I I would like you to talk about the the, the current exhibit and and your your art talks.
2: Well, oh, thank you i uh yeah the we were close for close to a year and during that time i mean we had to return uh, uh deposits we we paid our bills throughout the year but now it's like starting over again i mean where we were comfortable before with what we were doing uh it's just since we vote reopened this year um It's just been a difficult situation all the way around. And we're not the only people that are uh, having trouble as far as our centers go. You know, everybody is basically doing the same thing. We're starting over.
0: To what extent uh, can the community – one of the reasons I do this program is because I like to get the word word out in our community uh, uh, to help build community uh, around People and organizations that do good things in in our county, uh, and so that's you know that's the main reason I do this program and have been doing it for the last twenty years. And so I like to get the word out about organizations, about their accomplishments, about their needs, and so and and to to encourage the community to step up and to to support each other. So, to what extent can the community step up and support you during this t- challenging time?
2: Well, as Sasha was saying, you know, people have really come through for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know we're going to be renewing memberships in uh, December and January, and and all we can do is you know hope people are, are generous again, you know in uh, supporting us.
3: Yeah, Johanna, Johanna, our website is Willards Center for the Arts org. Um, that's Willits Center for the Arts with an S dot org. And on our homepage, there is a donation button um, where people can make a donation. We have an online gallery that we created during the pandemic where people can shop if they can't come over to the art center. We, uh, our monthly show for November, is the Willits Photography Club, which Gary may want to talk. Gary's our curator mm-hmm. and a board member, so okay. uh, he can speak from some perspectives that I can't speak as much about. But our the Willits um, Photography Club is thirty, I think thirty years um, in existence, and this is a really great show. Our gallery hours are Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 11 to five. And uh, come shop. We also have a gift shop in addition to the galleries. And we have some really interesting ceramic items. And then in December, there's a lot of opportunities to shop for the holidays and support the Willits Center for the Arts. Gary is curating. The small work show, and we also have a call for artists related to the small work show. But anyone who is a member of the art center can show six pieces. And it's really interesting what ends up being in the show. It really highlights the creativity of makers and artists and craftspeople in our community. And it's an awesome shopping opportunity. And then also on December, is it 10th and 11th, Gary, or 9th and 10th? It's
2: the 10th and
3: 11th. 10th and 11th. There will be the Willits Holiday Crafts Fair, and it will be in the Community Center and the Willett Center for the Arts. That's an awesome opportunity to support makers and craftspeople in our community. And it's really fun. There's music. Um, get to see a lot of people, and we didn't have that last year during the pandemic, so that's an important uh revenue source for the yeah. art center and artists in our
0: community. Um, so uh, oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt oh, you. I, <laughs> no, that's okay.
3: I was thinking, uh, also rentals we have a beautiful great room upstairs many people in our county have been to amazing events yes me too in the art center it's a beautiful room yeah it like i said as the women's improvement center is built as a ballroom Mm -hmm. so um that's available for rental uh currently in the art center we have masks rules we follow the county regulations but we have started um opening up rentals again of both our small classroom and our um our great room oh and also very recently we've started having small classes and online classes again so people should really take a look at our website regularly oh and i should say please subscribe to our website because you'll get the monthly newsletter that we started during the pandemic. Um, So so if you become a member, you get a postcard monthly about the coming show. But if you just subscribe to our website, you'll get a monthly newsletter about classes and events and needs of the Art Center and... And that website again,
0: again? What's the website again?
3: It's Willits W I L L I T S Center C E N T E R for F O R the T H E Arts A R T S dot org. Okay. If you just Google Willits Center for the Arts, it's the only thing <laughs> that'll come out. If people are having a hard time, it's all one word, and it's .org. Great. And our contact is there. You can email us various ways. If you're interested in submitting work for Gary's consideration for a show, if you're interested in submitting work for the small works show, um, if you're interested in inquiring about rentals or just want to see what classes and events we have upcoming, and you'll see information. I would love Gary to talk more about his art talk because it's very popular.
0: Yeah, and a, a little more information. Actually,
2: I think uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, John. I was
0: just going to say your art talks, the the, the small workshop, and and the current photography exhibit, which which, is, which is, was sort of the my gateway to talking to you today because I heard about that, and, and that's that's how this whole thing came uh-huh. together. <laughs> well, that's just pretty
2: much covered everything there. Yeah. So I think that uh, yeah, you know, um, and, and the art talks is a monthly uh, presentation. It's a lecture with PowerPoint. We have a wonderful uh, uh, screen. We've got a nine by twelve screen to show art on, and so it's really quite wonderful. And it's usually on the second Friday of each month at six thirty. Uh, We do social distancing in the great room. We have room for 175 people. We normally have about 50. So we can uh, separate the seats and give everybody plenty of room. Masks are mandatory again. But Joanna, what I'd like to tell you about is Willits is getting ready to uh, put together a policy for public art. Mm-hmm. And that's very exciting. We know that other towns have done it. And it seems to be a trend across the uh, United States, as a matter of fact. More and more people are finding out that uh, sculpture, artwork, murals, so on and so forth, really do enhance the city. And uh, it's good for the citizens. It's not only good for the citizens, but it's good economically for cities. So that's what we're trying to do here in Willett. And the Willett Center for the Arts will uh be involved in uh guiding so to speak uh, artists in uh helping them to place art in our town so we're very excited about that
0: and are you are you soliciting uh contacts from artists about that actually wh-
2: we already have a sculpture which is going in a very generous donation from uh jane camp here in willits
0: mm-hmm.
2: and uh She is proposing, she's donating the first piece of sculpture, which will go on a piece of public property right on Highway 101 and 20, so that it'll have a lot of visibility. And that'll be the start. That'll be the first piece of public sculpture that we'll, we'll build, or that we'll put in. I'm currently in contact with a lot of people from Burning Man, and we're trying to get them interested in doing temporary installations here in Willits. So that's going on, and uh, let's see what else we've got cooking. Uh, Johanna,
3: yes, Johanna. I I I get the pleasure of working with Gary every day, and he's always way more focused on like the big visionary next project than what he's already done. (laughs) (laughs) So I wanted to actually answer your questions about the current show okay which is the um 20th annual willits photography club show and the club will be showing the results of patience and light by 15 of its club members the show is on right now it's awesome and um i think people have been enjoying it and it will be up through November 21st. We also have Nancy Finn's jewelry in the jewelry case in the gift shop. We have lots of cards and ceramics and some other interesting items. Gary's next art talk will be November 12th and it will cover American art 1950 to 1980. And a lot of couples or single people love to join the art talk together. It's very social and interactive um, and quite a beloved thing. And then in December, the small work show will be on, what are the
2: dates, Gary? Uh, I, I don't, it opens Black Friday
3: yeah in late november and november 22nd is the date to deliver works to the gallery and then the the show will be up from black friday through the new year um did i give i'm
0: and people, you, and, talk about
2: you pretty what? much covered everything, Sasha.
0: <laughs> and and people I, who I are I interested in participating, people who are interested in participating in the small works, or or, or, or they can contact you about that.
2: They can yes. uh, s- send. Uh, they can send I- images. I'd let you know. They can send copies of their work to me, uh, or they can send it to the art center, and Sasha will get them to me.
3: Great. But, yeah. There's, a, there's a. Oh, go ahead.
2: Well, center for the arts.org. Yeah.
3: Yeah, there's an exhibits tab tab on our website and uh, folks can email the curator, Gary, from that page. Great. There's also lots of information about all the upcoming exhibits and particularly the call for artists for the small work show. On the website, on the home page and the exhibits page.
0: All right. Well, we've 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 run out of time. <laughs> wish we wish we could talk more, but it sounds sounds like a lot of information that, including perhaps maybe the details that we weren't able to cover here, people can find out at the website Willett's Center for the Arts, and the and for is spelled F O R Willett's Center for the Arts dot O R G. I'd like to thank uh, Sasha Thomas and Gary Martin for being on Wild Oak Living this morning. Thank you both, and thank you for all the wonderful work that you do. Um, and all the best for for your future, and may may all your visions become reality. Thank you, thank you, oh,
3: thank you, Joanna, thank, That's That's
0: <laughs> thank you both. Beautiful thought. And now I'd like to turn to Leah Morzel. Is am I pronouncing your name right? Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> Uh, good morning. Good morning. Thank you so pa- for so patiently waiting to be to be the next person up in our lineup of arts this morning. We're talking about the arts in Mendocino County here on Wild Dog Living. This is Johanna Wild and this program comes to you Wild Dog Living every other Thursday. And today we're all about arts in Mendocino County. And now I would like to invite Leah to talk to us about the. um the, well, you
4: talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good morning. Katrina. Thank you so much for um, doing this show. And thank you so much for um, including, including me and the uh, Fort Bragg Alleyway Art Project. Um, so what, what we do, um, we're one of the many organizations under the umbrella of the Arts Council. And uh, the Alleyway Art Project puts murals in downtown Fort Bragg. So far, we have seven, but there are more coming all the time, um, and each mural gets tagged with a QR code, which is this little black and white square that's next to each mural, and you can walk up to it with your phone, and if you open your phone's camera and hold it over the QR code, a link will pop up, and um, each link is specific for each mural, and what the link... great t- idea. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um the link takes you to a page for that mural that can tell you more about the artist that painted it and the backstory, um, like what inspired them. Um, because for a lot of the murals, they're the result of a collaboration between an artist and you know, maybe an organization that's local to the area. And so, and then you can see there's like further links to the artists either instagram or their website um and there's some you know some like backstory history um and it's a really a great way to get to know our community through our artists and like what has inspired them locally to create all of this amazing artwork um, so yeah it's it's been a really fun project. Um, we get a lot of our support, you know, we get our support from grants, from organizations, businesses, um, you know, individuals makes up a big part of it. Um, and the city of Fort Bragg has been tremendously supportive. So this really is the result of an incredible um, coming together of all of these community forces. Uh, And it's it's been great and it's resulting in some tremendous artwork that I think is really starting to create um, a pretty powerful art draw to the coast um, for just creative energy, which has been really wonderful to see.
0: I love the idea of the of the QR code of combining sort of the hands on physicality of of you know of 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 a painting or artwork or mural with with the technology to reach out beyond that. I, I'm developing all kinds of visions of how that could be incorporated into the art world at large because people are so connected to their phones and are so used to now looking at their phone as a as a device to access resources, and yeah. and I love that connection.
4: Yeah, it really it has it it has worked even better than I had hoped. And one of the other fun things about it is that um, you know be- because I made a just a very simple Google map where I tagged all of the murals, and then I put that on every um, page. You can see you know where the rest of the murals are. It means that you can actually just take your phone and go through downtown Fort Bragg and go on your own little mural tour and your phone just kind of guides you around um Instant so you get to, mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's a little mural walk um and it's it's been it's been great it's been very well received which is very gratifying tell me
0: how you chose the name that the uh, the um uh, why am, why am I not, it's, not connecting the, it's, with that word, the Alleyway Art Project? Yeah, <laughs> Tell me how so
4: that name it, came about. It's, so it's it started as the idea, because Fort Bragg has this really kind of amazing and unique system of alleyways that run in between all of our major streets. And so the idea was to use the um, lesser-used walls in the alleyways to put in art. But what has actually ended up happening is once people see the ideas for the art, they want to put them in much more prominent locations. Hmm. So the art is scattered all over downtown. And then um, you know, we're hoping that people just wander around um through, you know, our downtown area and the alleyways and just, you know, we're hoping that people see the entire downtown Fort Bragg area as a place to to just like walk around and see art and see what's going on. And um, because it really is actually a pretty cute little downtown. So are you hoping that people will
0: simply sort of venture out on their own and, you know, look for the first piece of art and then connect from there? Or do you have like a a, a website or a Facebook page or social media that people can go to, to figure out where they all are and then put together their own artwork?
4: Yeah. I mean, you know, either way, um, It's They're kind of hard to miss, (laughs) Um, but I do have a website. It's FortBragAlleyWayArt.org. And um, if you're more of an Instagram person, uh, it's FortBraggAlleywayArt. You can find us there. And actually, if you see all these murals and you are inspired, um, we are also having a call for entries, which will be until November 30th. Um, and so if you are an artist uh, in Mendocino County, and especially if you are a hyper artist in Fort Bragg, um, please go to our website. There's a call for entries page. You can submit your portfolio, uh, your website, or if you know of a wall and have an idea, you are welcome to support Uh, to submit a specific idea for a mural and we have some funding and we are looking for um, looking for ideas for more murals. That's great. Um, Anything else about your project that
0: you want to talk about that I haven't that I'm not thinking to ask you about right now?
4: Oh gosh I mean (laughs) So much. Uh, some of the most incredible collaborations that have come out of this project have been with local organizations like the Mendocino Coast Botanical Gardens, uh, the Point Cabrillo Lighthouse, and um, these have, you know, inspired local artists, and we've put up stunning murals. And what it what it has resulted in is um, people really. Get a chance to be in downtown Fort Bragg and see how interconnected our community is um, and see these other local gems. So I would say for any community that is looking to really um, up its feeling of vibrancy um, in their downtown, supporting the arts and local artists and local organizations to collaborate together is one of the most amazing ways um, for, you know, it takes a lot of work, but it, it's not as much work as a lot of municipal projects. And it is such an rec- incredible return on your investment for any community. So that's the main message of the Alleyway Art Project is do it in your hometown.
0: <laughs> that's a, that's a great theme, and that's a great theme to end on this program of Wild Oak Living. Thank you so much, uh, Morzel for talking to us about the alleyway Art Project in, in Fort Bragg. Sounds like a fascinating thing. I'm definitely going to check that out next time I'm in Mendocino County. Thank you again to Sasha Thomas and Gary Martin from the Willett Center for the Arts, and thank you again, uh, Alyssa Weir for, from the, uh, Mendocino, uh, arts Council the Arts Council of Mendocino County thank you so much I finally got it right <laughs> all right uh, and we're actually going to continue this conversation about the arts uh, next week two weeks from now on uh I think it's the 21st, Thursday, the 21st at 9 o'clock. I'm going to be uh, visiting the Grace Hudson Museum. Well, not physically visiting, but we're going to be talking about the Grace Hudson Museum. And I want to continue this conversation about the arts. So if you are an artist or an arts organization, you know, please contact me for future programs. I want to continue to do this. Regan's, uh and and others on this program said earlier, please remember your local arts organizations and galleries and gift shops, museum gift shops, etc. for gift giving during this holiday season. Thank you so much for tuning into Wild Oak Living. I'm going to be back two weeks from today, from 9 to 10 a.m. If you have any feedback or questions, you can email me. The email is contact at wildoak.org. That's contact at W-I-L-D-O-R-G. Thanks for listening.